Because how I see it, when you say you're not ready, if you're inquiring about something, you're thinking about taking action and you're really needing that extra push to begin. Welcome to Publish to Impact, the podcast that turns your expertise into a powerful book that makes a difference. I'm your host, Blake DeVos, a best-selling author, book coach, and creator of the Idea to Asset program. Join me as we explore the journey of writing, publishing, and launching your book idea into an asset that amplifies your business and empowers personal growth. Whether you're looking to start a business, generate leads, or share your message with the world, this podcast is for you. Becoming an author has never been easier, and I'm here to help get you there. Let's get into it. If it were easy, everyone would do it. I'm sure you've heard that saying before, but the fact that you're thinking about writing a book really does put you in the upper percentile of ambitious, forward-thinking individuals. Throughout your life, though, you've likely encountered heaps of challenges and you've not only emerged from them unscathed, but you've come out thriving. You know, if building a business was easy, everyone would be an entrepreneur. If becoming an athlete was easy, we'd all be on the field. But your willingness to take on challenge, the challenge of writing a book is yet another testament to your determination, your ambition, and the investment in your growth today. I want to go over the limiting beliefs because before you start creating your book, aside from defining your why, one of the best internal processes you can do is identifying those limiting beliefs about why you can't write a book. So instead of reveling in the doubts that are likely to occur later on, I want to help you address them now because it does become a powerful way to navigate the book writing process. So let's jump into the first limiting belief. There's going to be eight of them. The first one, though, is who am I to write a book? When I first started writing The Six Pillars of a Rewarding Life, I wasn't even 30. And my thought process back then was, who am I to write a book? I'm someone who hasn't even hit the halfway stage of living yet, yet I'm writing a book about how to live a great life. So I really had to get over imposter syndrome. And how I looked at it was, when you go into a bookstore and you look at all those authors on the shelf, I would imagine that 99% of those authors, they had the same thought about writing their first book. But one thing I've come to know is we all have unique perspectives. We have unique writing styles, ideas, and creative ways that help express our knowledge. So I really want you to remember that writing a book isn't just about the final product. It's the journey that you go through and the enjoyment which allows you to explore your thoughts and feelings in depth while you translate what's in your mind and you translate the knowledge that you have into the minds of others. Everybody has a story to tell. It's just the idea you need to validate and create. The second limiting belief we have and this is something that we necessarily make the excuse of when something's hard and we use this excuse all the time, whether or not that's something challenging or something we don't want to do. And that is saying, I don't have the time. Saying I don't have the time is another way of telling yourself the timing isn't right. In my early 20s, I worked as a health consultant at a gym and people would inquire every day about wanting to join the gym. One of the most perceived mental barriers holding new members back was that they didn't have the time to exercise. But the fact they inquired about joining the gym meant they were looking for guidance and a change in lifestyle. 
So what I would do, I would work through a schedule with that potential client or that potential gym member and it would mean they might come in and exercise before work, coming in at lunchtime, but we would work together to create the time. And that's when they can implement that into their lifestyle and create the change that they want to see in themselves and in their life. So rather than say, I don't have the time, turn your thoughts into thinking, how can I create the time? Because you can write a book in a reasonable amount of time. I mean, I wrote The Six Pillars of a Rewarding Life in three years because I created all these kinds of excuses for myself and I really had a lack of direction. But once I had that direction, I knew exactly what I had to do. So I wrote my second book within six months and then I wrote Publish to Impact within another six months. So really being able to find the time. And I did all this by working on my book for an hour a day. That was the time it took for me not to get overwhelmed, to commit to the process and get me from A to B. So if it's possible for me, a serial procrastinator, imagine how possible it is for you. The third limiting belief is telling yourself that you're not a writer. What's crazy is I was in year 11 and I was in an English class and I I was told that I wouldn't pass year 11 English because of my attention span. And what that kind of did in a sense was not necessarily make me try and prove to everybody that I could write, but what happens when you put your mind to something? And for me, it's writing a book or writing multiple books. You can receive results that you never thought were possible. It's the same when you started your business or if you're starting a business. I guarantee you before you started, you didn't think, oh, I'm going to create this really successful business. You'd have a lot of doubts before you had even started. But then as you started gaining more confidence in the processes, the systems and showing up consistently each day, that internal belief then started to change. It's exactly the same for when you're thinking that you're not a writer. But honestly, what makes a good writer? Is it the ability to tell stories? Maybe. Is it the ability to think and type at high speeds? It could be. But the truth is you don't need to be a brilliant writer to write a book. You know, I'm most certainly not. What makes a good writer is someone who can get words down consistently. And it really all comes up to the preparation. So I used to fail miserably at stringing sentences together and paragraphs, and I still do. I also fail miserably at speaking sentences and putting them together as you can probably tell. But some days I'd have many ideas struggling to get words down and other days I'd lose focus, unable to think. But when I had to structure my stories and my topics, there was an added ability to write continuously and effortlessly. But I want you to know that before you tell yourself you're not a writer, understand it's the preparation that makes your book powerful and also a decent editor. The fourth limiting belief is saying that I'm not ready. And I believe this is closely linked to the I don't have time limiting belief because how I see it, when you say you're not ready, if you're inquiring about something, you're thinking about taking action and you're really needing that extra push to begin. You're ready, you're ready to go. You know, I'm not ready is when we haven't confronted a challenge head on and in truth, you don't need a writing course to become ready. You don't need more time to become ready. And you also don't need approval from others as well. Take the first step because you're more ready than you know when it comes to writing a book. All you need to be is one step ahead of your potential reader. And that's in the expertise that you provide others. A lot of it really comes down to your mindset. The fifth limiting belief is 
thinking, what if the book flops? What if no one buys it? What if it's shit? The fear of failure stops many of us not only writing a book, but just doing anything. It's, you know, it stopped me from writing a book quicker. It stopped me from doing a lot of other things in life that's not just writing a book. There always is, and I always believe we do have that fear of failure in some way, shape, or form in our lives. And that's why defining your success is an important strategy before you even write. So rather than think about how many books you aim to sell, consider how your book can make an impact. And I always work with the mindset that if my book helps just one person, I've succeeded. And even if it doesn't, the impact I've made personally on myself and the process and the resilience I've built, that's incredible. So that's how I'll look at it. What if my book's a flop? What if I don't sell many copies? Writing a book's a win-win achievement as long as you keep failing forward. The sixth limiting belief is saying, I don't know what I would write about. When you're unsure what to write about, think about where your knowledge lies. You may think your topic's already covered, which is likely the case. I mean, let's say you wanna write a book about how to grow an online business. You can go to Amazon, you can type in how to grow an online business, and there'll be plenty of books that are similar. But what I wanna let you know is your book is relevant because it's in your own unique perspective and no one else can write that book like you can. For example, when I wrote Publish to Impact, there were plenty of other books that were very similar to what I've written. But what makes each of those books different is they come from different authors who've had different experiences, who have different knowledge and who think differently. And that's why they're all different. They're all unique in their own way. And people connect with authenticity. So think about how many business owners offer the same product or services. What sets them apart is the audience they have, the buyers and the people they connect with, the stories they share in their business and the unique way they convey their message. That's what's attracting their clients. So your book idea should be thought of as no different. You've got the ideas in your head, you have the knowledge in those ideas and the expertise to share. You just really need to believe that writing a book is possible. The seventh limiting belief is telling yourself that you don't have an agent who can help you write and publish your book. Now I did a podcast episode, I think it was number four about your publishing options. And if you really believe that you can't get your book published, I really urge you to listen to that episode because that will really give you an understanding of what options are available to you and why I tell everybody or 99% of the people they should self-publish. So I won't go into this one too much because there's a little bit more to it, but look at that episode last week, your publishing options and how to decide and understand that traditional publishing is probably not the right route for you. It could be, but I want you to be aware of your options just so you can make the best decision for your book goals. The final limiting belief is telling yourself that you can't afford to write and publish a book. Now for most of us, money will always be a factor when writing and publishing a book. The misconception in the self-publishing industry is that you need to hoard hundreds of books simultaneously. You need to buy hundreds of books with the pressure of having them sit in your spare room or your garage collecting dust trying to get rid of them. But it's certainly not the case and your costs are only in the production and the marketing of the book. That's because with print-on-demand business models, it's a distribution method 
where you can order one, two, three copies and they'll just take a small percentage and deliver your royalties every month or whenever they, they send them. So the two investments though that I believe are crucial to the success of your book is hiring an editor and getting a cover designer. So the cost of your editor and cover designer can range from a few hundred dollars to a few thousand. You don't need to spend a fortune, you just need to be smart in the services you invest in. So with my idea to asset program, I have editors and cover designers who I work with with you to get that book written and published, but the value is also in the one-to-one, your book idea and really getting it validated, published, marketed to really make an impact after the book. Because for me and how I coach, it's not all about the royalties. There's so many options that a book can create inside your business, or if you wanted to start a business off the back of the book, there's so many opportunities available. I started the Publish to Impact podcast off the back of the book. So it's just about being creative with the different avenues of the book. And as you write, you will start to realize the creativity and the opportunities that can come your way. So let's recap the eight limiting beliefs. Limiting belief one was who am I to write a book? You are your own unique person. Everybody has a story to tell. You just need to create your idea. The second limiting belief, I don't have the time. Making a decision and setting yourself up for consistent action is what's required and that will eliminate the belief of not having the time. Number three, telling yourself that you're not a writer. So understand that it's preparation. That's what helps get your book to that next level. That's what helps get your book published. Number four, I'm not ready. And closely again linked with, I don't have time. So you might be more ready than you think. And all it takes is to really talk to someone, validate your idea and have someone that can help you overcome that belief. It can really come just down to a conversation. What if my book's a flop? This is a fear of failure. And how I would always help people overcome this limiting belief is to think about if you could write for one person, who would that be? What impact would I have or would you have on that book? Limiting belief number six is telling yourself that you don't know what you'd write about. If you're really unsure, think about the expertise that you have in a certain area. All you need to be is one or two steps ahead of your ideal client or somebody else that's looking to overcome a problem. That puts you in a position to write a book and to be an authority in a niche or in a market that you're serving. The last limiting belief is telling yourself that you can't afford to write and publish a book. The one thing that I would tell you is investing in coaching and learning about processes and how to do things and growing as a person. This is one of the biggest investments that you can make and money will always be a barrier. But again, how I always explain it is it's bigger than a book. You can earn a thousand times more than you actually invest in your book. You can create a course, book speaking engagements, get your book into schools. You can do so many things because for me, it's not all about the royalties. I mean, for someone without an audience, or it may take ages to invest those royalties back, but what would happen is that person could go, all right, well, I've written this book and I believe it can be really valuable in a course so they can create a course, charge a whole lot more and earn their money back in a quick time. It's again, it's being creative about the options and the possibilities available when it comes down to the money and think of it as the long game. And a book is forever as well. 
So with that said, overcoming and limiting beliefs can be challenging, but there is beauty in the unknown. And when you write your book for the very first time, you're navigating through the weeds and you dig deeper into the trenches of book writing. And I'm here to give you the tools to write, to publish, to launch your book. I've written Published to Impact. I've created a podcast off the back of the book. I've created Idea to Asset off the back of my book. So it's up to you on how you use those tools and how you turn an idea into something as powerful as a book. So I really hope these limiting beliefs are able to help you move forward and help you write your book. What I want you to take away from this episode is to ask yourself, what's stopping you from writing your book? Acknowledge those limiting beliefs and again, reach out if you have any questions about the book writing process or how to overcome the resistance you have or even what it takes to write and publish a book. Tell me your idea and we can help get your book written. So thanks for joining me. Until next time, it's a goodbye from me. Thank you so much for listening to the Published Impact Podcast. I hope this episode has given you the inspiration you need to start writing your book. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world if you could share, subscribe, and leave a review. As a thank you for listening, I'd love to offer you a free copy of Published to Impact, which is available in the show notes. Otherwise, if you live in Western Australia, reach out to me on Instagram and I'll send you a free copy direct to your doorstep. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, write that book.